here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.2 FM in Table Mountain. 28 minutes to 3, almost time for us to say goodbye, but not before having this uh, important conversation. We turn our attention now to family dynamics. That's the part of the show where we zone in on how we're raising our children, how we are building a strong family. Because as you know, that unit um, sort of also has a ripple effect into society and the world at large. To encourage or not to encourage conversations about homosexuality with our children, that is the question we ask. Um, We're joined by a family and parenting coach Susan Gregor Harlan, who is a mother of two herself. She's also a teacher for many, many years. She believes that empowering the parent and the child can have a life-changing effect on the family and that we we have the knowledge within us to best help our children and to guide them successfully. Well, I'm asking this question about discussing homosexuality with children because of recent developments in the U.S. An American power couple, uh, actress Gabriella Union and basketball player Dwayne Wade, uh, were recently seen supporting their 11-year-old son at a gay pride event. Um, the son is gay, identifies it as gay, and um, has come out, and the family was supporting him, taking place in this walk. The pictures were beautiful. People were smiling, jovial, happy faces, and uh, all they were doing was supporting their son. But this has created a stir on social media, as you can imagine, uh, where lots of mixed messages were coming in, some praising the family for being so supportive of their son others criticizing them saying a child really doesn't know their sexual orientation at that age and they should not be encouraged to come out and this is not a conversation that you should be having with children so we thought let's bring in an expert and discuss whether or not we should be having such conversation with our kids and if so how do we even begin to tackle them so i can see that uh, my, my my producer vanessa is busy trying to interrupt my conversation with susan out 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 <laughs> Thank you, V. Susan, now that I have your undivided attention, a very good afternoon to you. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. It's an absolute mm. pleasure to be here. Should we be having conversations about sexual orientation with children? You know, I under they actually bring it up themselves. So mm. I'm a teacher first and foremost, and I teach five-year-olds, and they bring it up because they see it. They see, you know, a gay couple holding hands. And just in my classroom, I've had children ask me, you know, teacher Susan, can a boy and a boy get married? Mm. And you have to answer children honestly. Mm-hmm. And the answer to a five-year-old is yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. And and for a five-year-old, that's where you would leave it. And you get led by them because they only need to know a certain amount of information at certain ages. But it's definitely a topic that you do need to have with your children. And I think before you have that topic with your children, you need to be sure in understanding your views on it. Yeah, that's and, the and why part. do you have those views? Yeah. Have you had an experience or has it just been a belief or a value that's been instilled from you, from your parents? Hmm. And then when you have this discussion with your children, you also need to, well, why are you having this discussion? There, as a parent, there has to be a reason why you're doing things. We don't just do things because, Absolutely, you yeah, know. Yeah. And the reason is, do you want to encourage your children to be tolerant of others? Mm-hmm. And in doing that, how do you educate them? How do you empower them? How do you, you know, because you're going to have the conversation on, um, 
you know, on these home, on homosexual um, behavior. It doesn't mean that your child's going to be a homosexual. But you see, some parents are of that view. Some parents mm-hmm. believe if you discuss the subject with the kids, it's as if you're encouraging them. And as liberal as we are as South Africans in terms of the legislation when it comes to such matters, we are extremely conservative. Um, and so we then feel if you start having these conversations with your kids, you're saying that it's okay. Then, of course, religion also comes to Absolutely. the fray as well. And out of fear, people just shut that conversation down. No, 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 don't ask about that. That's a bad thing. And you move on. But you, 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 you've given an answer, but you haven't completely satisfied their curiosity. Absolutely. And also you've given them an answer in that we don't discuss this here. Sure. So in other words, there's guilt, there's shame. So if by chance your child does happen to be homosexual, they might not come out and tell you because that guilt and that shame is so instilled in them just from your actions and the way you've behaved, the way you've avoided the conversation, they will feel, oh, goodness, I, I, I can't be this here. Hmm. And that in itself is a huge shame. At, so at, at what age? You've mentioned five-year-olds will ask, you know, the question and, and some parents will beat about the bush and you sort of squirmishly just answer something and just yeah. get them to keep quiet. Yeah. But when the child starts to probe more, you know, mm. maybe at an older age, how much information is enough information? How do you tackle the, the subject at an age-appropriate manner? Okay, so for a five-year-old, you just say, well, I would say, you know, yes, you can because legally you can. Mm-hmm. And if you don't answer that or you say no... And they'll say, oh, but they are. So mom and dad were lying. Yes. Okay, so there's trust broken already. So I would say from when you start doing the body, you know, my body does this, your body does that, that whole sexual talk, Mm -hmm. that's when you can start bringing in. So from about eight, nine years old, that's Mm -hmm. when I would start um, bringing all the differences in and just talking about it in a very natural, non-threatening, non-shameful way. Yeah. Um, you know, I've done that with children. Um, I've spoken about what's going to happen to their body. We've done the whole body talk. Then we do about the feelings talk. Mm-hmm. And that's when you can bring it in. That, mm-hmm. you know, when you fall in love, you could fall in love with a boy, but a boy can also fall in love with, with another boy. Love has no boundaries. Mm-hmm. Love is universal. And so the more you accept it and they see how you are in your treatment of, let's say, for, let's say, for instance, my children. My children, I've you know, had a conversation and I've said, yes, a boy can marry a boy. And we've had neighbors who have been in a gay relationship. Yeah. And I'm very accepting and treat them as, as you would a normal couple. Yeah. So what I'm saying and what I'm showing my children Go hand in go hand. Go hand in hand. Yeah. And I haven't said to them, you can't or they can't. But if it is your family stance that, you know, this is not something we agree with, the best approach would be to say, that's all right for them. Mm-hmm. That's their choice. And they are happy with that. But mom and dad, that's not what we believe. And that's mm-hmm. okay for us. Sure. And that's the best way to handle it. So you're not saying that someone else is wrong because they don't believe or follow the same way that you do. Because your children aren't always going to do the same thing you do or follow Mm -hmm. the same thing you follow. Um, So you need to give that that opportunity where whatever choice they make, if it's right for them, it'll be right for you. Mm. And just because my opinion is different to yours doesn't mean either of us are wrong or right. We're just right for us. And you know something else that's very important? Some parents may 
may fear tackling the conversation because let's say you've got a, a son and you saw him wearing your high heels one day, you know, or there's a, you have a daughter who's not very girly. She's not into pigtails. She doesn't want the princess dress. You know, you try and shove that thing down her throat to say, you will wear this dress and come hell or high water, you know, uh, they refuse and they just will kick and scream and they, they just don't want to do it. And then you automatically start to quote in inverted commas, diagnose for lack of a better word. Oh, my child is this. Oh, my child is that. So even when they just start asking a question out of curiosity, because they're kids, they're, they're kids, growing yeah. and they're seeing the world around Absolutely. them. You automatically come from that perspective of, oh, don't you ever be one, two, three, you know, and, and that shuts down, like you said, the communication there. Absolutely. But are you able to say, Boys and girls are free to do whatever they want to do as kids as they develop without saying boys must wear blue and girls must wear Absolutely. must wear pink and and they grow naturally and decide for themselves what they want to do. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I have the little ones in the class and they'll say, "Oh, blue is a boy's color." And I'll go, "Uh, who said that? Who decided that blue is a boy's color?" If you look at the rainbow, every color that comes out in the rainbow doesn't say, "Oh, well, girl, boy, girl, boy." Yeah. They're just colors. It's mm-hmm. our choice to make it a boy or a girl's color. Mm. Um, and so that's where society and you know, media all has a huge part to play in what we are teaching our children and telling them. And we as parents, you know, technology and information mm. is huge, but it's our job as parents to decipher all of that for them. You know, yep, I couldn't agree with you more. When we come back, I then want to tackle the issue of sexual orientation. Um, at what age do our kids realize who they're attracted to, male or female? And what do you do with that information as a parent? So let's quickly take a break and we come back. We continue this conversation. Life Happens with Ayanda Ali Payne. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. Let's continue this conversation discussing homosexuality with your young one. Um, are you able to tackle that topic? Can you speak freely and openly about it with your child? Has your child come to you and said, mom, um, you know, so-and-so has got two dads or so-and-so has got two moms. Um, is that okay? Is that allowed? If that happened, well, what was your response? You know, how did you tackle it? Maybe you are a parent who uh, is in a same-sex relationship and your child has been shunned. Uh, because they have two moms or two dads. How did you tackle that? How did you sensitize your child uh, to the fact that this is a different kind of family setup and uh, we ought to be proud of it and not ashamed of it? Let's discuss that. Uh, we continue our conversation with family and parenting coach Susan Gregor Harlan. Uh, Sue, tell us now very quickly, at what age do kids identify as as, as being gay or straight? I know that's a very hard question to answer because lots, you know, you have to take each case as it's indivi- as an individual case. Mm. Um, if you speak to a lot of, you know, people in the gay, lesbian community, they'll say, I knew from little. Yeah. You know, so who am I to say that they are wrong? Who am I to say that, oh, when you were five, there's no ways that you could know? Mm. Um, I think, you know, you get adults who have lived a whole life and towards, you know, in a marriage heterosexual marriage and they realize hang on but this is not for me yeah. this is not who i'm at who i am so i think you can't pinpoint exactly at the age of 13 this is when they know yeah i think you have to take each each person as an individual case and you have to listen to the cues i mean i taught you know a child who at that stage was four but he was he just loved dressing up 
as a mm. as a girl in our fantasy corner and he was always the mommy. Yeah. And you know, I could have gone, Don't you dare, you're a boy, stop that. Or, you know, and the little girls, he always wants to be the mom. I said, But that's okay. Yeah. He's allowed to be. For now, that's okay. Mm. Um and it's just not you just don't want children to become ashamed of what they're feeling and to dis or disagree with what they're feeling and saying, actually, no, that's impossible. Because if, if you were to come to me and say, you know, Susan, I hate coffee, and I would just say, Ayanda, that's impossible. You can't. You yeah. have to like coffee. Yeah. It's the same sort of stance. Um, it's just obviously on a topic that people feel very – very personal and it's a very sensitive topic. Yeah, so it's a very highly charged, very highly one. Yeah. charged yeah. topic. Yeah. Also because there's some people who, who will say that I notice feminine qualities mm. in, in my boy or I, I notice, you know, overly masculine qualities in my son and, and I'm trying to correct that, etc. and I don't know how. But 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 the thing is the child doesn't have control over that. I think that's what's very important. And coming back to that um you know the, that display of of, of 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 love and support by the, the family Gabriella Union and uh Dwayne Wade, how they supported their eleven year old, a lot of people on social media networks were saying um a child should be focusing on school and friends, etc. They should not know that they're that they're gay or straight at this age. Uh, they should not be interested in, in in sexual activity. And people came out and said, "No, but there's a difference. When you were 11 or 12, you would have a crush. And if you're a boy and you had a crush on a girl, you had no control over that thing. You just knew, I think she's cute. I like the way she plaits her hair or whatever. Absolutely. So, so the boy in that case then knew that I just like the way uh, John throws the ball and, and runs, etc. It does not mean necessarily that the child is even thinking about anything Definitely sexual. Not. They are not even that way, um, you know, prepared. Or uh, that's not even no. their focus." They just yeah. know that they like the way a particular person does that. Could be cool. So it could be cool. <laughs> exactly. So, so in that instant, and when you realize that your child is, is is masculine, but is a girl, or overly feminine, and is a boy, how do you support them? How how best should you support them? You know, I think what you'd have to do is first of all, if they are showing those tendencies, is it only specifically in one area, or is it across their whole daily life that they're showing those things? So, for instance, if a boy goes, "Oh, you know, I really like that that boy," well, you, why? Mm-hmm. Tell me why. Oh, because he throws the ball. Oh, so you think he's cool. There's a difference. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know, or because I, I like his hairstyle. Okay, so you like the hairstyle, not necessarily the boy. Mm-hmm. So is that what you're, in, you, you're focusing on? So it's really getting to talk to our children and getting them to explain themselves to us before we just jump yeah. to a conclusion. You know, sometimes if our, if our boy appears to be soft and gentle and we assume, oh, well, he must be gay he could not be he could just be a gentle boy Mm -hmm. and we nurture the gentleness in him because he'd be a great nurturing dad Mm -hmm. you know so I think we have to really listen to our kids we have to take the time to hear them and often we we interject what they're saying so we stop them finishing their sentence and we assume we make assumptions with them so I think if your child is showing you tendencies and they're talking about it a lot I would then hone in on specific personality traits of that person Mm -hmm. take away the fact that they're a boy or a girl Mm -hmm. what is it that you like about them oh well they're kind they're gentle and focus more on who the person is Mm -hmm. rather than on what they are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know then it also makes it a bit easier as a parent 
Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. And I also find that, you know, when you make it such a serious thing and you sit them down and you think, we're going to have a talk about X, they're already, like you said, that context is already ringing alarm bells in their heads that, ooh, something is wrong. Something's amiss here. What do we do? But if you make it part of general conversation, you know, maybe you're chopping your potatoes or whatever, or you're driving them to school and they mention something, you say, oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, what do you think about what and what, you know? And, and okay, so you like his hair. Tell me more about the hair. Do you think that hairstyle would suit you, et cetera, et cetera? So also you asking probing questions, maybe? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you, and you're also doing it in a very, as you say, casual, non-threatening way. Um, and I always think it's, 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 I mean, the cars are best places to have conversations because, yep. you know, kids, if they're all shy and be honest with our kids, you know, if a topic is a heated topic, you know, say to our kids, oh, you know, this is a topic that people feel strongly about. This is a topic people have strong opinions about. Mm. Um, so it might be uncomfortable. Mommy or daddy might f- seem like we're uncomfortable. And we are. Yeah. To be, be honest, honest and say we, we are. are very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, because then also if a child feels embarrassed and they know that you're embarrassed, it eases mm. them. So they go, oh, mm. we're all embarrassed in this situation together. So, you know, I'm not, it doesn't matter what I say. Yeah, yeah. And and what about those who then say, um, you know, this is unnatural, this is something that we shouldn't even entertain. If you're not having that conversation with your kids, sooner or later they'll have it with somebody else. Exactly. I mean, when they start becoming teenagers and they're online and they can read things, they're going to have those conversations with other people. Exactly. And that's what I also always tell parents. You know, tell your children that, they can come to you with any question and you mm. will give them the honest answer. Yeah. And make sure it is an honest answer. So if it's your opinion, say, this is my opinion. Um, but this is how I feel about it. Because if they don't, they're going to seek that information elsewhere. And a peer seeking information from a peer is not always the best thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the talk in the playground, <laughs> rather come and talk to your parents. Um, mm. So that's what I tell Marshall. If you hear something on the playground and you're not sure, Come and speak to me. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you and I'll tell you. And if mom is embarrassed about it, well, I'm going to be embarrassed about it. And it's okay Um, because I need to know that the children, and I do it with the kids in my class as well, that they need to know that there's an adult who's going to decipher all this information that's out there. And help make sense of it. And help make sense of it. Yeah. Instead of an 11-year-old making sense for an 11-year-old. Yep. Yep. (laughs) The blind leading the blind. Exactly. It's 10 minutes to three. Let's quickly take a break. And when we come back, we'll just try and uh, conclude this uh, conversation and also hear uh, a voice note or two on the subject matter. SAFM leading the conversation. Tough conversations to have with little ones. How do you discuss homosexuality with your children? Have you had that conversation with them? I know I was asked, and I can't even remember what I said. You know, it was something sheepish that I just thought of. Yes, no, no, you know, it happens. Yes, baby. Uh, we'll discuss it at a later time, you know. But these are conversations that we need to be having with our young ones. Let me know uh, how you found them. Have you had uh, that uh, question posed to you uh, by your young ones? What did you say? The line, if you'd like to give us a call, zero eight nine one. One one zero four two zero seven. Our SMS line is four zero nine three eight. Remember that SMS is a charge at one rand fifty. WhatsApp zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. We're also on Twitter at SAFM Radio. Two voice notes have come in on the topic of discussing homosexuality with children. Let's hear what you have to say. Um, hi, hi everyone. Um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm very skeptical about such topics, you know, more especially with kids. But, but obviously, if they raise the, the question, um, uh, whether it is right or it is wrong for two ladies or two guys or two boys to get married to each other, uh, I think the answer is determined by your religion, your morals and values. You understand so i mean i mean as someone who belongs in a certain religion i wouldn't at all or in any circumstance teach my kids that it is right for a boy to marry another boy or for a girl to marry another girl i would i, I wouldn't do that so i think the, the 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 guest speaker that we have today um is to be fair enough she's she's very wrong she cannot say we must we must teach our kids to say yes a boy can marry a boy no the answer is depending on your morals and values or your beliefs or your religion then give the answer based on what you believe in because when it comes to the issue of uh two boys getting married to each other or two girls getting married to each other that is an opinion it's not a fact it's an opinion there are people who believe in it there are people who don't believe in, in, in it so i don't believe in uh the same sex getting married to each other i don't believe that so i wouldn't teach my kids that and on top of that i wouldn't allow any person to teach my kids that even at school i wouldn't allow that so 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 it is very much important to know that if you're a teacher you are teaching kids of 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 different beliefs uh kids who are from different cultures uh kids who are from different religions so you cannot say yes it's fine because the minute you teach my kid at school that it's it is fine for two boys to get married or for two girls to get married to each other it's going to be very difficult for me to to unteach my kids or to correct my kids from what the teacher has said so so you cannot teach a kid to say uh this is the uh it, it is it is correct or it is not correct it it should be based on your beliefs and your religions uh you're talking to randani from centurion madam ayanda i'm nathan k again uh i would like to tell you this they use there is a saying which says that tell me a person whom you move with then i tell you your behavior what does it mean that if a person is wrong whom you move with also you are supposed to be wrong how can a your family and today i'm cross please i'm cross because of that lady who is in the studio how can you advise your children to be gay homosexuals whatever how can it help this world how can you multiply this world i'm cross i under it's monday but it was be it has been a good day for me but now it changed to be a blue monday Ayanda, please don't bring such people in the studio. It's not advisable. Gay is not advisable. Please excuse me for that. I'm Nathan Ike from Nelspart. Thanks. Bye. Very strong views on whether or not we should have conversations with our kids about homosexuality. Susan, I, I mean, I do feel that uh, people are entitled to their opinion. Absolutely. It's very important that they're able to share their views. Absolutely. And at the same time, I suppose there should be a differentiator between uh, what the Constitution allows, whether or not man and man can get married as per the constitution in South Africa? The answer exactly. is yes. Exactly. And then your view and your opinion can then also come to the fore where you say to the child, yes, the constitution says they can get married, but mommy and, and daddy, daddy are Christians. And so we believe this. Yes. You see exactly. what I mean? That's exactly yeah. what I'm trying to get across. So you can, you know, be honest with your children. And I'm sorry, you know, those listeners took offense as you said it's a very heated topic but no way am i implying that it's either right or wrong Mm -hmm. it's for your as an individual person to tell your child 
your feelings about it Mm -hmm. and your children need to respect your feelings about it so if you believe that you know homosexuality is wrong according to your beliefs you need to tell them that that yes we this is a religion we follow and according to our beliefs and how we live our lives we don't do that that is Mm -hmm. incorrect for us another family would have a different stance on it but the thing is to have that conversation to be open to have that conversation and to give your children your opinions about it mm-hmm. and to tell them why. Yeah. That is the thing. Children need to know why. Because if you just say to them it's a bad thing and it mustn't happen, you can say that and they'll, they'll be placated by that answer then and there. But as they grow up, they'll then begin to see other people who say, yes, it's okay. They then start to question, what did daddy say or mommy say? Um, They said it wasn't allowed, but other people say it's allowed. So it's important that you give your kids the full spectrum to say, as per the constitution, it says, yes, we definitely can. Mommy and daddy believe otherwise though. And then the child will grow up knowing the context. But to just say, no, 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 no. Let's not even have that conversation. It's bad. You know, okay. might come back to bite you in the you know what. And some people think you're sending your child to be homosexual. Definitely not. If you Definitely say yes, not. other people do um, have a same-sex relationship, then it's as if you're saying you must also be one of those people. Which is, <laughs> I mean, you can't, you, you can't teach someone to be gay. No. You can't instruct someone to be gay or otherwise, by the way. Um, very, very quickly, let's take a call. Let's hear uh, what Felix has to say. Felix is also calling us uh, from Nell Sprite. A very good afternoon to you. Welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. I hope you can hear me very well. Yes, I can. Please proceed. Oh, oh, yes. It's not about rightness or wrongness. And I don't know why people are so upset about this. Look, the fact that I'm a Christian does not mean my child must be a Christian. The fact that I'm a Muslim does not mean my child must be a Muslim. My child, my children must be whatever they choose to be. So it is not about right or wrong. It's about choice. It's about being able to be responsible for your own choice. If I want to be gay, I'm, I can be gay. What is wrong in that? If I want to love a man, I can love a man. What is wrong in that? It's as equally good as loving a woman. So teaching your child is about choices. It's about responsibility. Felix, thank you very much for your contribution. I do appreciate that. I do also believe that we have a voice note very quickly as we wrap up this conversation. Let's quickly maybe hear um, from the voice note. Greetings. I think it's honestly, honestly, super, super honestly disturbing that we still have conservative listeners who choose to ignore what is legally allowed in South Africa, right? Because for the mere fact that you belong to a certain religion does not mean that now you must be imposing towards your offsprings because the truth of the matter is that people seem to think that homosexuality is a trend and that on its own is very very problematic all right some of your views on the subject matter i think the uh, what i glean from this conversation is that these conversations are important to have should your child come with a question don't just ignore it and hope it will go away because (laughs) the question may linger address it in a non-hateful manner don't be shy to express your own religious views moral views and otherwise but also state that other people have a right to choose absolutely because it is a free country absolutely and we need to breed a generation of tolerance and acceptance very quickly your last words on the topic i think you know parenting is a minefield in itself our children don't come with guard books. Um, so I think you have to take each individual child and love them for who they are and just provide them with that guidance of choices and inform them of their choices. 
And I think in doing that and exposing them to life and explaining the life that they see around them, I think that's a good enough job so far. Yeah, keep the conversation going. Age-appropriate conversations about everything that the kids have around them.